Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Visit Hellsburg.com for safe and easy ways to shop this holiday, like free shipping and returns, virtual shopping appointments, or buy online and pick up in-store. And right now, get a free Microsoft Surface Go 2 with the purchase of $1,499 or more. You gift, you get. Limited time offer while supplies last. See online or in-store for details. Hey, Desert Wrestling Podcast fans, this is Mario. And Mike. And Mark. And we bring you another episode five of Desert Wrestling Podcast. So, guys, how are our midweek going so far? It's going good. I mean, we're halfway there. Good. Just good. Halfway also, but we'll make it there. I like that answer. Sounds rehearsed, but I like it. I'm just kidding. But any news, guys, what a weekend. I got to admit, what a weekend, isn't it? Two-day tournament, HIW, holy cow. Um, WWE Shake-Up, another holy cow. My gosh, what's next? AEW is going to come to Tucson, Arizona and promote their show too? Like, my gosh. Yes, please. Yes, please? All right, well, maybe it'll happen one day. Maybe on his birthday. All right, so anyways, guys, so let's talk about today's episode. So on our subject list... We got, like I said, HIW's two-day weekend event. We're going to talk about our interview that we did this past weekend, not too long ago, with the one, the only legendary prophet. Um, Then we're going to talk about... When you say we, it's Mario. Mario did the interview by himself. It's not we. It's Mario's interview with prophet. Let's just get that right. Okay? Fine. Yes, fine. Yeah, I'm just trying to include everybody as a team. But anywho, before I was interrupted, anyway, so then we're talking about Rockstar Wrestling Alliance Profit Show this Saturday. We're not going to give out too much details about it. All I know is it's going to be something different. Then we got WWE news. So other than that, let's start off with HIW's two-day event. Michael, Mark, I want to hear your guys' input, opinions about the show. So, Mark, we're going to start with you. The show was an amazing. And it's one of the greatest shows i ever seen for HIW since. And over the past, when we used to see HIW, no, we could see it could be better. And it finally did. So, this two-day event show was like the first ever two-day event that HIW did. And it was amazing. You know, top to bottom, there was a lot of great matches. There was a lot of surprises that happened. There is a lot of uh, mishaps that happen, you know, and then there's a lot of titles on the line. We'll get into all that. But, yeah, out of, out of the, whole, the whole show, I gave it a 10 out of 10 because um, it was a jam-packed with a lot of stuff in it. So uh, we'll talk about that right now. But, yeah, what did you think about Mario? When I thought about it, holy cow, felt like WrestleMania just a little bit. I mean, not to be mean, I don't know we were sitting there for quite a while, and I'm just like, oh, my back. But anywho, the show was good. It was nice to see surprises, 
a few returns, unexpected names, especially those three surprise wrestlers they got as well, part of the show. But um, I want to give a shout-out to Daniel Loya's family. I mean, my gosh, have you ever seen so much support from a family like that? I mean, I was stunned. I was amazed. I felt like I was graduating college again, seeing my family cheer for me, support me, scream their lungs out, you know, saying congratulations and everything. But other than that, I don't think anything else can top this two-day event and the rest of the year from HIW. If they could top that, oh, my gosh, I will jump off a building. Not really, but I will jump off a building. Yes, I am lying, but please just go along with it. First match of the show, a battle royal. And in the Battle Royal, we have Yeti, Jose Hendricks, Cochino Suave, Y2 Shadow, <clears throat> Aztec Warrior. No offense, we apologize, but... But yeah, so who was that winner of the Battle Royal, Mark, our first match of that two-day tournament? Well, doing the Battle Royal, surprise, Yeti. The what was match number two? Match number two, Manzi... Versus Miracle Mike James. Wow. Shout out to those two guys. I mean, hot damn. You talk about some hits getting thrown to Iron Manzi. Holy cow. And I talked to him a little bit after the first day. Holy cow. He showed me those marks. Manzi, if you worked where I worked at, you would get an award for taking such brutality. But other than that, it sucks he lost in the first round. But back to Martin. Match number four, Roman Alexander versus Chaos. The winner of that match is Roman Alexander. But Spaz interfered a match, causing Chaos to lose to Roman. Match number five, Gabriel Alexander versus Scott Sabbath. Man, that was a good match, I'll admit. I mean, Gabriel Alexander put in a good show against Scott Sabbath. I mean... Alright, so I would love to see more Gabriel Alexander. I mean, he brings something to the table that's new, unique, and exciting. So hopefully we can see more of him in HIW and see what he can bring to the table in future shows. So Mark, tell us our next match. Before I mentioned that, the winner was Gabriel Alexander. Oh, yes. Match number six, Johnny Suave versus Tyrone. Holy cow. Holy cow. That's all I got to say. But shout out to Johnny Suave. He put out a good match with Tyrone. And Mark, tell us what was the ending results to that match. Besides Johnny Suave dabbing and doing all these hip-hop dances in the ring. The outcome from that match is Johnny Suave. Sweet. What's the next match? Match number seven. Dr. Quabblepot. Versus Daniel Loya. Alright, next match. Number 8. Twisted versus Richard Binsky. Oh. Yeah. Mm, that's all I gotta say is mm, what a match. Mm, what a Binsky. Mm, he got his butt whooped. Mm, didn't he? Mm, it's a Binsky. He gave it a little effort, but then... If we can make sound effects, this would have sounded like... 
Well, anyways, continue, Mark, with our highlight reel. Winner from that match between Twisted and Richard Binsky is Twisted. Match number nine, Spaz versus Aaron Andrews. And the outcome from that match between those two, Spaz. Yeah, Spaz won that match. But by the way, Chaos did interfere for Aaron Andrews to lose. So Aaron Andrews did call him out saying, you know what, dog? Since you cost me that match, how about you put your high HIW deathmatch title on the line the next day? And they sure did win at it. But we're not going to spoil it too much yet for you because we got a couple more highlights to go. Go for it, Mark. And the main event, Ricky Flash versus... Hold up, hold up. No, 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 no. I mean, you know, it was going to be a main event, but Justice Supreme walked out, and she brings an old, familiar face, a familiar foe to HIW. Mark, remember that photo we took at Tucson Comic Con? Remember? I think so. Matthew Blaze, he photoshopped us. Photobomb us, I should say. That's who returned. That's who made an impact at HIW. And Mark, please, tell our audience who won that match. Winner of that match, Ricky Flash. Yeah, that's what we get, Matthew Blaze. Never photobomb our photos again. Uh. But, but, Ricky Flash won by disqualification. Yeah. And after that, beat up Ricky Flash. And give it a one big tombstone. All right, thank you, Mark, for giving us the live results from this past weekend on day one. We will have live results of day two towards the end of the show, but there's something I want to bring up to everyone. So this past Friday, I did an interview with the one, the only, the legend himself, Prophet, to help promote his show he has coming up this Saturday at the Rialto Theater. And for those who never heard of him, get to know a little backstory on him just a little bit. I mean, we wanted, I like this guy. He's a little mysterious. So, you know, we kept it a little professional, a little short and everything. But I want you guys to hear this interview. I enjoyed it. He enjoyed it as well. I mean, he was kind of giving me that look behind the mask. So I was just a little nervous, as you can hear my voice in the interview. But other than that, you know, it was an all-out good interview. I hope you guys enjoy it. And so we'll be bringing an interview to you shortly. Hey, Desert Wrestling Podcast fans, this is Mario, and we have a special guest in the building with us. He is the one, the only, and the amazing, and the legend of Arizona, the Prophet. How are you doing, Prophet? Good morning, I'm doing good. Glad to have you here with us. I mean, it wasn't easy to book you. I had to go jump through some hoops and everything to get you over here. So thank you for coming. By hoops, you mean Facebook. Gotcha. Sure, sure. I mean, how to talk to a few people, find you and everything, you know. Oh, funny thing. I just requested you on Facebook last night. You weren't even my Facebook friend. Um, and we're talking about my profit page because, um, uh, you know, I have two profiles and I try to keep them separate. But, uh, yeah, so welcome to the Profits Facebook page. Thank you. I appreciate that. I feel special. And that is Facebook.com slash AZProphet, P-R-O-P-H-E-T. Once again, thank you for coming to our special <coughs> edition of Episode 5 of Desert Wrestling Podcast. So, Prophet, I hear you have a special event. Tell us a little about that. 
Yeah, Rockstar Wrestling Alliance returns to the Rialto Theater, downtown Tucson. That's on Saturday, April 20th. And normally I would say it's not a special event. It's just another one of our shows, which are special. So I guess it is special. But this next one, I'm still trying to confirm a lot, but we are doing a tag team tournament to feature the new uh, tag team titles that are currently being manufactured. And then um, I'm also playing around with an idea of a new ring attraction. And by ring, I mean wrestling ring. So at the Rialto, we usually have uh, the wrestling ring on the floor in front of the stage dead center. And so this next show, I'm trying to get a second ring to put on the stage right in front of the other ring. So it'd be a two-tiered ring. So you can wrestle in the bottom or the top, go in and out, back and forth, whatever you want, the wrestler. And I got that idea from a company in Mexico that I wrestled for 12, 10 years ago. Um, it was called Extreme Air Wrestling. And they had a single ring that was two, two stories. And I thought it was the future of wrestling, innovative, you know, high-flying, which I'm a high-flyer. I like all that stuff, so... I was super excited to wrestle in it. I got to wrestle in it a couple times. That company folded years and years ago, but I'm gonna try to bring back that idea in a different way and see if we can make that happen on the 20th. Hopefully that can happen. So for those who are probably listening to the first time, never heard of Prophet. I mean, he is a big name in the state of Arizona and the West Coast. So Prophet, if you could just give us a little brief summary summary about yourself. Well, I started, wrestling professionally in 1999 Uh, so I'm coming up on 20 years this year and uh, my back reminds me of that every day but uh, before that you know I started doing fun backyard matches with friends you know this was high school and you know never took it seriously at first until I found out about a local you know wrestling company that was offering training and so me and a group of guys that you know got to know each other through backyard wrestling decided to go to this tryout, which really wasn't a tryout. It was just like, hey, you guys want to wrestle? Okay, pay you know monthly fees and come over. So, so the, a lot of us were under 18 at the time, and they ended up starting a juniors division, and that's how it started here in Tucson, just wrestling about once a month, and and then started branching out to Yuma and Nogales and. And doing the Nogi shows, you know, I met all the luchadors, so started traveling with them. And pretty much the first 10 years of my career was based in Mexico. You know, I wasn't doing a lot of stateside shows because they're, I don't know, seemed more random. But but I, I fell in love with Lucha Libre first, you know, um, seeing Rey Mysterio in and, and WCW. kind of drew me to, to see if I could do it, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, made me want to get in the business in the first place was... Seeing Mysterio do all these crazy acrobatic moves and seeing Mick Foley, you know, getting his butt kicked all the time and getting up for more. So those are my two biggest influences. So what made you get into wrestling? Like, what, I know you mentioned Rey Mysterio, the high-flying, and Mick Foley getting his butt kicked and doing those crazy, insane stunts. But what made you want to become a wrestler besides those two? Like, what inspired you to say, you know what, I think I want to try this out? Well, that's a good question because unlike almost every other wrestler in the business. I never wanted to be a wrestler growing up, you know. I, I would watch it sporadically whenever I was with my cousins. You know, I had like four 
male cousins whenever we'd go over there always watching wrestling or Ninja Turtles and stuff like that. So, um, so you know, I was a Hulkamaniac growing up and like the Undertaker and the Bushwhackers and all those dudes, but, you know, never took it seriously until, um, like I mentioned, Rey Mysterio, seeing, seeing him in a video game do all these crazy moves and then seeing it in real life on TV, I was like, wait, I thought that was a video game. Like, he can really do this stuff. So... That kind of just triggered the thought in my head, like, well, I wonder if I can do that stuff, you know, those moves. Mm-hmm. You know, I was an athletic kid, but I never did athletics in school or anything. So seeing him uh, do all these moves, I, uh, whenever there's a patch of grass, a nice area that looks soft, I'm like, I want to run and do a flip. So started running and doing flips and doing backflips off trees and off buildings, well, walls and buildings and mm-hmm. So, and when I mentioned backyard wrestling, I didn't do, like, hardcore deathmatch stuff, but I would always end it with something spectacular, like 450 off a roof, moonsault off a batting cage, you know, like, this is around Hell in the Cell time, um, so we, you know, the first with Mick Foley and Undertaker, so we try to recreate that, and so I was doing all these crazy high-flying moves off roofs and through tables and and not getting hurt at all you know my opponent yeah but not me so so basically long story short is i just wanted to see if i can do what i was watching on tv train yourself or did you meet somebody that helped you get where you're at today <clears throat> uh, like i mentioned i started learning acrobatics on my own just to be more agile and and then uh, like i mentioned before we found a local wrestlers that, that had a ring and you know, supposedly they had a, a pro background, so we started training and, you know, probably twice a week. And, um, yeah, so that was the initial training here in Tucson, and then I started training in, in Mexico with a couple of the veterans down there, Sol de Oriente, Huerocota, and then eventually started training in Mexicali and San Luis. So, and currently I'm still training. My My current trainer is 65 years old, and... He's in better shape than most of us, and he's also on the card next week. He was on the last RWA show. His name's uh, Estrella Veloz, and, you know, he started his career in Mexico City 35 years ago, I don't know, so, but he came up with El Santo, you know, Hio del Santo, Blue Demon, all those, you know, uh, marquee names in the Lucha Libre scene, so he's got a wealth of knowledge, and I love training with him, learning the old school, but also showing him new things. And and anyone in Tucson is welcome to come and train, but, you know, it's hard to get guys out sometimes. And, you know, Estrella Veloz isn't going to be here forever, even though it's, he looks like it. He's, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, super ripped and built. But, um, like I said, I just feel honored training with him when I can. So since you've been wrestling for almost about 20 years, and you mentioned some of these names, I probably can't pronounce myself, but what's the best advice in your 20-year wrestling career that anyone has given you? This ain't easy. It's hard work. Don't give up. But, you know, I I had one foot in the old school, one in the new school, but I've always been a firm believer in um, eyes open, ears open, mouth shut. You know, get a lot of new people that come to train or you know want to practice but they're just yapping the whole time giving advice or training techniques to somebody else who has more experience than them so 
you know, and I don't run a super strict training session because, you know, it's it's always something different. It's somebody new. It's somebody coming out for the first time and never coming back. So I don't put all my effort into it because I want to see the effort put forth from the new people first so I can see how serious you are. And honestly, there's not a lot of serious people. You know, they think they're serious until they get in the ring and have to do what we do, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but biggest advice is if you want it, go get it and and uh, learn how to deal with the pain and deal with um, trainers and just do what they say. So for the newer generation or newer wrestlers that are coming out right now, since you've been, so now you're a veteran, what's your best advice? I don't know, you probably just mentioned it right now, but what's your best advice to give to these newer generation of wrestlers? Uh, be professional, you know. Uh, don't dress for the job you have, dress for the job you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, be presentable, be respectful, and that's it right there. It's all about that. You know, I've had other types of jobs outside of wrestling that prepare me in that way, and it, it can be used in wrestling as well. Mm-hmm. So just, uh, yeah, just be professional. All right, throughout your whole 20-year career, what is probably, I want to say, your best three matches you ever had? Because I know I've seen... Some of your matches at Rockstar Wrestling Alliance, a few <coughs> at HIW, but what are your probably best three matches out, out of your whole 20-year career? Um, as a wrestler, your, your best matches change over time. You know, you could like one 10 years ago and, and then a new one, obviously, but you can go backwards in that way, too, something you think now is your best, you know, but, you know, I can't think of anything specifically off the top of my head, but... Ever since starting Rockstar Wrestling, basically wrestling for myself, I've had the most fun I've ever had in my mm-hmm. career. You know, it's like it's stressful being a promoter and a wrestler, but at the same time, I know what I have in my mind, what my vision is, and what I want to do out there. So, I've had some really fun matches with um, Alexander Hammerstone, um, also Chris Evans. We've had a few really good matches here. And we had a, a rivalry back, I don't know, four or five years ago with one of my trainees and protégés, Shadow Fox. And uh, we've had some pretty cool, that was a fun because it was a teachable, you know, where even I'm messing up in the match mm-hmm. with one of my trainees, but I'm not showing it, you know, I'm kind of yeah. showing what to do when that happens. So, but also being proud of, you know, what he's done and accomplished in the business. Those are a few that come off the top of my head at the moment. Yeah, I mean, Hammerstone's a, he's the future, as he says. He's the business. He's the present. You know, it's always good having matches with him and proud of seeing his progress. Chris Evans is a, an innovator, controversial at times, but, you know, we, we can go out there and almost impossible for us to have a bad match. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of Hammerstone, how do you, since we've seen him at Rockstar Wrestling Alliance, and now he made a debut with Impact Wrestling, and now he's on Major League Wrestling, how do you feel towards him seeing his wrestling career rise up where it's going right now? That's how it's supposed to be. You know, he's worked hard. He's, I'm glad he's there. I'm super proud of him too. You know, I've had a little help with his training and direction of his career. His first match ever was on a Rockstar Wrestling show. You know, about six years ago, maybe seven. Yes. Five, six years ago, but, um, 
you know, I'm super proud of him, what he's doing out there, and, and I'm happy to say that he's going to be at the show this next weekend also. Ooh, can't wait. Okay, now, since we're talking about Rockstar Wrestling Alliance as well, what made you start Rockstar Wrestling Alliance? Um, at that point, you know, I'd been wrestling over 10 years, and in Tucson, there's, you know, a small wrestling scene, but to me it wasn't really, you know, it wasn't interesting to me, you know, a lot of untrained wrestlers and just a, a weird product out there. So why I started mine is I wanted to put out a better product, something that, like I said, was my vision of what wrestling is and should be. And um, I wanted to bring a lot more Lucha Libre aspect to it also, you know, being so close to the border and my roots and wrestling. So I just wanted to try it and see if I could be successful at it. And first show was in 2010. And it's grown and grown and grown. We have, you know, our biggest, baddest shows currently as we speak. And um, but yeah, just to put out a more professional product and and also mix wrestling with music. It's called Rockstar Wrestling, you know, because we do feature musical acts on our shows. I'm a musician myself, and I just wanted to mix my two passions together and and try to do it the right way. So for those who don't know that. Prophet does play the drums. At his last show, I believe, he was rocking those drums pretty well. Are you a drummer, Prophet, or are you more of a guitar type of guy? No, no, no guitars. Um, I play cello all throughout school, so I am okay with a string instrument. But my passion was always drums, but foot in the door there. You know, I've been playing cello, so I continued. But pretty much as soon as I graduated high school, I uh, had one lesson from a friend who's also a drummer, and that was it. The rest is history. I bought a drum set and mm -hmm. started practicing, you know, teaching myself techniques and listening and learning. So I've been playing drums for almost as long as I've been wrestling, maybe a year or two less. And, you know, I'm currently in a punk rock band in Tucson called Planet Strict Nine. That's PS9. We played our debut show back in February. They, they have a big history. That band is originally from Cochise County. Mm -hmm. From, you know, over 20 years ago, so a lot of the original members got back together and they recruited me as their drummer, you know. We're about ready to put out some music, some, we got two recordings in the process and it's going to be some good stuff. Now these bands that you bring to the <coughs> Rockstar Wrestling Alliance show, do they contact you or do you contact them or do you got people on your phone that say, hey, you think you can put this band up on your next wrestling <coughs> show to help promote them or how does that work? Well, with Rockstar Wrestling, I like to build the local talent. You know, some guys are from out of state, like El Paso or Nogales, Mexico, you know. So it's not all Tucson local, but to me it's regional. So we're trying to make these guys stars, you know. I'm not bringing in, you know, this internet darling or this independent superstar. You know, I have a budget, and I want our wrestlers here to thrive, and that's what they're doing. They're putting on some great shows out here and it's the same with the music it's these are local bands from tucson and i have a handful maybe five six seven bands that you know i'll rotate you know like the surf broads they're they're surf broads and pork torta i think they've done three shows each for rockstar wrestling and that's here and in phoenix because i do run in phoenix also so I, you know they're usually surf rock style or somebody you know a, a band that has like a, a spanish or mexican influence or taste 
So we've had, you know, cumbia bands. And uh, so, yeah, just, you know, there's a small group of people that are bands that I've heard, and we just keep rotating them and mm-hmm. building their name as well. And on this next show, we have the Mission Creeps, which awesome band. They've, they've done one show before, and since then, you know, we've been trying to get them back because... Um, but, you know, they're busy. They're always doing shows as well. So we finally got them back um, for next week's show on the 20th. So since you mentioned uh, Rockstar Wrestling Alliance has been almost around for 10 years, where do you see the show going for another five years? Um, it's going to keep going up. You know, we're going to keep getting bigger crowds and mm-hmm. bigger and better wrestlers. But maybe not bigger and better, but building our wrestlers to be bigger and better and you know, maybe do, I would like to do more shows per year. I mean, you know, with the venues, we, we, we keep it spaced out where the fans aren't getting, you know, uh, burnt out and where the wrestlers aren't getting burnt out. I think that's something important that's helped us. We're like an attraction show. We're not, you know, doing a show every week or biweekly, you know, anywhere and everywhere. We're more about um, quality over quantity. So, but it would be nice you know, to maybe do at least once a month. So hopefully in five years, uh, more frequent shows and, mm-hmm. you know, just continuing to put the best product out. So since Rockstar Wrestling Alliance is going on <coughs> 10 years, out of all the matches that you have put out, what's the best match you've ever seen on Rockstar Wrestling Alliance? Um, we've had some of our best matches in our last couple of shows. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't pinpoint one particularly to be the best, but... Recently, we've had uh, Tigre del Ring versus Lord Draco, and, you know, freaking that match could be headlining on any of these independent shows out there, you yeah. know, Impact, Major League. We've all, I think in that same show, we had, you know, Hammerstone versus Red Miracle. Awesome match there, you know, pretty much any match EJ's in. Mm-hmm. He's our current champion, and for good reason. He's always having uh, great matches. Um but let's see yeah and then uh, we've had some newcomers from El Paso El Dragon and Hijo del Imposter Um, Imposter had a great match with Tigre and recently we had a Flying Burrito Festival in Phoenix Uh, Hammerstone versus Imposter Uh, El Dragon versus Awesome Andy you know Chris Evans versus uh, Lord Draco these are all I don't know it's like after these shows, I'm like, I don't know how to top this. And then the next show, we top it. And it's like, well, let's keep this going, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I pride myself on trying to do, you know, first-time ever matches and just putting guys that I think are going to have great matches that normally wouldn't wrestle each other, you know. But that's what I want to see. I want to see the best matches mm-hmm. out there, so I'm booking it. Okay, now that, since you mentioned EJ, he is the World Heavyweight Champion for Rockstar Wrestling. Actually, it's called the Rockstar Champion. Rockstar Champion, I apologize. Because we are rock stars, and uh, (laughs) that's what he is. Please don't hurt me after this. Mm -hmm. But anyways, um, so since EJ's the main champion, can you who else can you see? Okay, let me stop you again. He's not the main champion. (laughs) Okay, we have two titles right now, Mm. the Rockstar Champion and the Lucha Libre Champion. And those are... This year has us all wanting to be healthier, and that includes our eye health. But how do you get vision coverage if you're retiring? It's actually pretty easy. VSP, the vision coverage many people get through work, offers individual vision plans. 
Enroll anytime, on any device, and start using your benefits the same day. You don't need to be an employee to get employee-level vision coverage. Visit vspdirect.com today. That's vspdirect.com. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Equally as important. and um, So, yeah, there's not one main champion. Any of those guys can go out and headline at any given moment. And for the next show, the tag titles will be the main event. Mm. Okay, continue. All right, thank you, sir. Please don't hurt me after this. But anyways, um, into it, since we mentioned those two titles, can we possibly see champion versus champion anytime soon <clears throat> uh, that's a, a great question that's always on my mind too because EJ currently is undefeated you know he hasn't wrestled everybody in the roster because we don't have a set roster our mm-hmm. roster is always rotating and revolving and you know um, so but he has never wrestled Lord Jocko and Lord Draco's got about 100 pounds on him, but he's as agile, mm-hmm. as athletic, and has way more experience. So, you know, one of these days he may meet Lord Draco just because EJ ran through all the other, you know, talent. Right. What's your opinion on Lord Draco? If not the best, he's one of the best luchadors in this whole state and region. Mm-hmm. I've known him for over 10 years. We've wrestled each other countless times and you know he's watched me grow up and get fatter and I watched him grow up and get fatter but (laughs) it doesn't matter we're still out there high flying and doing you know the craziest stuff in the ring and uh, he just keeps getting better and better and I'm you know proud you know to have him as a Lucha Libre champion that you know he did that on his own he's beat me recently so you know, he's um, he's a great asset to any any locker room. Yeah, because I remember seeing you two go at it. <coughs> Not the last Rockstar Wrestling Alliance show, but maybe previous. And you two had a good match, especially when you guys did that Spanish fly off the top rope. I mean, I was a little nerve-wracking because one of you, I think, accidentally lost her footing up there, but you guys were still able to connect it towards the end. So <coughs> right there, in my opinion, you two had a good match right there. Anytime soon we can see you guys go at it again. Uh, I don't know if we have anything down the pipeline right now, but it's mm-hmm. definitely a definite possibility that you'll see us uh, battle it out again in the future. Sweet. New debuts we can see, or if you do <coughs> have a surprise appearance, I know you mentioned Hammerstone, so we got one right there, but is there any more surprises that we might see or you don't want to tell too much about? Uh, um. Yeah, we have some newcomers, and also El Dragon will be returning, also El Hijo del Impostor, and two other guys from, from El Paso will be coming. Um, one's name is Pika, P-I-K-A, and also Skybird, who's another great uh, high flyer. So we're always trying to get the best luchadors around. You know, this is a Lucha Libre-themed event, but 
you can't have a lucha um, lucha show without you know luchadors wearing masks. So right. always looking for great luchadors, you know, that are masked and trained in the lucha style. So mm -hmm. those are two new additions. I'm excited to see how they do. And um, Hammerstone's returning. Yeah, and that's about all I could. You know, that's about the, all the newcomers. We'll have Red Miracle there again. Um, also, Estrella Velas will be returning. Mm -hmm. And EJ and Lord Draco. Sweet. So now before we end the show in a little bit, um, so what matches do you have set up so far that you can tell <coughs> us? Um, I can just tell you that the tag tournament... It's going to be starting and culminating in one night. So mm -hmm. we're going to have four tag teams um, picked. And then they will, you know, wrestle. Uh, the winner of those two matches will meet up at the main event at the end of the night. Sweet. And um, so still working on a little bit of the pairings there. But that should be, a, you know, worth the price of admission alone is mm -hmm. uh, new tag team belts coming out this next show so for those who are interested in attending rockstar wrestling alliance it will be at the rialto theater downtown of tucson arizona i believe the tickets are 12 dollars correct uh, if you get them in advance they're only 10 dollars uh, day of the show they go up to 12 so go online now or rialto theater and you can pick them up there i know i'm uh the previous two shows i believe i had messaged you before you added me on your official Facebook page, that I guess you could go to El Gorion too, correct? Uh, they don't currently have tickets, but they are uh, a great restaurant and friends. Sometimes I'll, I'll have tickets there for them to help sell them, you know, to the south side and stuff. But mm -hmm. but no, I wasn't able to get physical tickets this time. But um, you know, in the future that could be possible if anybody wants to help out. You know, maybe sponsor an event. Uh, just hit me up. And, uh, you know, usually on Facebook, facebook.com slash A-Z-R-W-A, uh, Arizona Rockstar Wrestling Alliance. Mm -hmm. And maybe we can work out a deal in the future. It's good, but yes, for those of you who haven't had El Gorion yet, they are pretty good. They can stop by at my work as well in a food truck, and I usually get food off of them. I'm not going to tell you what I get, but all i got to say is they are pretty good. And Prophet, what do you normally get from El Gorion? Oh, my favorite is the chicken enchiladas there, but I just went last week for National Burrito Day, and I got a carne asada burrito bacon wrap. Best burrito I've ever had. Thanks, Jorge. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get ready to end the show, Prophet, is there Oh, any... we were just starting, man. While we're talking about lunch now, my stomach's, <laughs> my stomach's starting to grow a little bit. No, I'm just kidding, but... Is there anything else you want to tell your fans or Rockstar Wrestling fans out there, anything? Uh, just thank you for your support over the years. You know, we've been trying to grow this and make it the premier wrestling, not just in Tucson, but in the whole state of Arizona. And I think we have as good a product of any, you know. And I do wrestle for other companies, but at this point in my career, you know, I'm mostly invested in what, what I'm putting out there. But... Uh, just thank you. Keep coming. Keep telling somebody. Bring another person. You know, um, there's a lot of people that are into wrestling, obviously, but there's some people that have no idea what wrestling is. And I'm, you know, one of the enjoyments I get out of this is showing somebody that doesn't know anything about it a good time and you know, changing their mind on wrestling. You know, mm -hmm. I just had a, a a guy I ran into yesterday that 
said he does collegiate wrestling with his son. And I'm like, oh, speaking of wrestling, I have a show coming up. And he's like, just kind of, no, I do collegiate wrestling. I'm like, yeah, I understand that. But he's a professional wrestling show. He'd come out and have a good time. You know, you don't got to, you don't have to differentiate the two. You know, we do a lot of uh, collegiate moves and stuff like that in the ring. So come out, have a good time, listen to the band, you know, have a drink or two. It's not just a wrestling experience. It's a concert and good time. So just in case before we end the show as well, um, for those who don't know what collegiate wrestling is, could you explain us to that? Explain us to about what that <coughs> wrestling, collegiate wrestling is? Yeah, I mean, a lot of wrestlers get started in school and high school, you know, amateur wrestling, mm-hmm. collegiate wrestling. So my understanding is, you know, amateur wrestling is, you know, competition between two wrestlers, you know, trying to pin each other and using traditional moves, you know, single leg takedowns and holds and throws and those are implemented in, in professional wrestling as well so collegiate I, I think it's just on a higher level you know and you know Kurt Angle he's gold medalist in that you know so a lot of people in the wrestling business know how to wrestle from from being a kid you know in high school so if anyone's aspiring to be a, a wrestler and are young starting school you know, I went to Sunnyside High School here in, on the south side, and they have tons of state championship banners in, in, you know, the gym, and I never wrestled in school. I didn't get started till after, so if I had that experience prior to joining, you know, professional wrestling, I, I to be a whole, I could have never been a high flyer. I could have just been a mat-based wrestler, which, you know, I love learning new holds and techniques, and so start young, you know. Yes, sir. All right, folks, so one more time, 420, April 20th, Rockstar Wrestling Alliance Show in Rialto, Tucson. Please come down. You'll love it. You'll enjoy it. Anything else you want to mention, Prophet, before we end the show? One more time. That's it. That's it. All right, folks, we're going to end the show. He's starting to give me that look. I think he's hungry as well for Al Gorion. You might catch us there. But anyways, folks, thank you for listening to another edition of Desert Wrestling Podcast. My name is Mario, and we'll see you on the All right, episode. you heard our interview. Like I said, he had a good time, I had a good time. And this Saturday at 8 p.m., the Rialto Theater, Profit's going to have another amazing show as usual. But Mark, what do you think about what he's bringing to the show this weekend? What do you think? It's really surprising. And really exciting too. And looking forward to this tag team tournament and doing a tournament. It's really surprising and exciting also. And looking forward for the tag team tournament. And whoever wins will definitely win, become new tag team champions. That's right. And you know, this is. Probably new to all of us. I mean, he told us the backstory about it. I mean, it's new. Not really original, but it, it's new to our eyes. I mean, like I said, the background story of it is just amazing. But we can't wait for Saturday. But, Michael, what's your thoughts and opinions about this? So, my opinion on this, the whole interview itself, once again, we're, we're apologizing for the technical difficulties that we had. And... Uh, you know, we're trying to work those kinks out. We're trying to get those uh, out of there and, and get them get them going for you guys to, to put on a great podcast for you guys. So thanks for everybody that are that there is supporting our, our um, podcast. But to get back to the t- the topic on the subject of uh, you 
talking him profit talk you profit talking about the two ring you know and the tag team championships on the new tag team champions gonna be on the line it, it's gonna be a great show i tell you that i mean it's gonna be a jam pack it's gonna be a lot of great luchador stuff and that that's one thing i'm a fan of is just uh, luchadors because you don't see a lot of that in shows anymore you see more of mat wrestling mat based wrestling the powerhouses and all that so and even in even in um, WWE or you know they don't they they're starting to bring the cruiserweight. But what do you, when do you see that? You see that only on Hulu. You have to get Hulu and, and watch it that way. So, but yeah. Anyway, I'm um, looking forward to Saturday. So, yeah, let's go back to more more of our topics. What are we talking about next, Mario? So now we're heading to professional wrestling, WWE. So, this past Monday on Raw and SmackDown, we had the superstar shakeup. My gosh. Once again, Vince McMahon, thank you. Thank you very much. I mean, it was good to see some new faces on Raw, some new faces on SmackDown, some unexpected surprises, some moves that I just didn't agree on. But other than that, Mark, do you have the list of who went to Raw and who went to SmackDown? Yes, I do. Starting from Raw, AJ Styles, The Miz, Ricochet, Aleister Black, The Viking Experience, Andre, Selena Vega, Rey Mysterio, The Usos, Naomi, EC3, Lacey Evans, Eric Young, and Cedric Alexander. Now for SmackDown, Roman Reigns, The Intercontinental Champion, Finn Balor, Elias, Bailey, Amber Moon, Kyrie Sane, Lars Sullivan, Buddy Murphy, Liv Morgan, Jack Gable, Apollo Crews, Mickey James, Otis, and Tucker. Alright, so like I said in earlier in our show, you know, there was a few head scratchers, some new faces to see. Pretty exciting. And just some head shaking, like I said. Once again, thank you, Vince McMahon and his stooges. But anyways, like you know, we should give it a chance at least, you know, I feel like some of these people switching brands is good for them, it might be kind of bad for them, but like I said, I think this will give them a chance to show, like, hey, you know, okay, I didn't do good on Raw, now I'm going to do better on SmackDown, or vice versa, so like I said, we got a whole year until next year's WrestleMania, so let's see what good moves these guys can make, and what WWE is going to put in front of them. But other than that, Michael, what's your intake on the Superstar Shakeup? Well, for me, the super, Superstar Shakeup, you know, I don't know why people are going to Raw. Who's going to Raw again? I forgot one more time. So we go AJ Styles. AJ Styles is always a brew band, but I don't know what's going on there. The Miz coming over, that's fine. Um, the Usos coming over, I don't know about that either. Lacey Evans, I think that she could be gone both brands. Rey Mysterio, eh, no, it's good there. Uh, Naomi, she probably has to be with her husband. Cedric Alexander, uh, I don't know about him. He's, he, I guess he could try to give him a push and raw. For SmackDown, let's see. For SmackDown, Roman Reigns is a big one. I don't know why they're putting him on SmackDown. Maybe to, maybe to get ratings on SmackDown because ratings are down in SmackDown. Finn Balor, that's that's all right. I, that, that's a good move, I think. Elias, maybe. Yeah. Amber Moon, she probably could be good in SmackDown. Apollo Crews, yep. Giving him a push in SmackDown, probably give him a little bit. But 
Uh, Lars Sutherland, I think it was a better be on Raw. But, you know, you know, what do we know, right? We're just fans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, anyway, what's, what's next on our topic? All right, next on our topic. Let me grab my notes here. We got, is this heat Sasha Banks dealing with right now? Well, I shouldn't say heat. Is her ego getting the best of her, or is this all written up as a storyline? Because now that Bailey is on SmackDown, I guess behind the scenes or my resources are saying that she's going to be put on SmackDown, I guess kind of like reuniting with Bailey. But there was also talks of her unfollowing WWE and following AEW. So, I mean, anything is possible in the wrestling world. Sometimes these things are just to tease us, to confuse us, to question things, or just, you know, to help their popularity go higher than what it is. So, I guess we'll stay tuned with that. And other news, Luke Harper, the Wyatt family brother, is gone from the WWE. I guess he requested his release during WrestleMania weekend. Or when they did Worlds Collide. One of the two. I didn't fully read the whole story. Because I was at work. But yeah I saw that. Popped up on my phone. It's a sad sad day. I mean I'm a huge Luke Harper fan. When I saw a few of his matches. In the independent scenes. When he was Brody Lee. I mean I always like watching that YouTube video. Between him and Dalton Castle. I mean if you guys haven't checked that out. Check it out. You know but just seeing him start out with the indies and make his WWE. I mean, anybody can make his WWE. You know, if he did it, we can do it. Agree, guys? Yep. Agree. Well, other than that, Luke Harper, Brody Lee, I wish you the best of luck on your future endeavors. Uh, hopefully, we can maybe see you in AEW, Ring of Honor, New Japan, um, Chikara Wrestling, any wrestling independent big scenes out there. So, brother... Wish you the best of luck out there. And other news. Guys, I got a funny story to tell you. And before we get to day two of the tournament, I got a funny story to tell you. All right. So, yesterday, I was doing some video editing from a month ago CLW show. I finally got it up on our YouTube page. Well, we kind of accidentally have two. But long story short, so while I'm editing this, I know, Michael, you say you just recently started watching HIW matches again. But there was this one for about three, four years ago, okay? It was Ricky Flash versus Enterprise versus Anarchy. Where I don't know where Anarchy, Anarchy is now, but I hope he's doing good. So it was a triple threat, no disqualification match, okay? As as I'm watching this, you know, Justice Supreme is in it as well. They had a special guest referee named Azteca, I believe, correctly. And um, so throughout the match, okay, there's a scene where Enterprise is out on the floor and he's out by... HIW's little Titantron set, okay? So, on the left side, there's chaos, Crazy Chaos. Well, not Crazy Chaos, but Chaos, okay, guys? And guess who's sitting next to him? He's a, he's a young, he was a young guy in training. Guess who was sitting next to him? Just take a wild guess, Michael. Just throw a name out there. Mario? Man, I was probably in the seats because I was watching that match, and my gosh, I'm like, that brought back memories. I think I remember being in the audience for that, but <clears throat> wrong. Mark, throw a name out there. Who do you think it was? Uh, Aaron Andrews? <clears throat> wrong. If I tell you guys, you probably won't believe this, okay? 
it was a young, young Iron Manzi. What? Yeah, a young Iron Manzi sitting next to Chaos, kind of being like, you know those young guys we see around, like we got to the show early Sunday, and like those... So it was like 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 Chaos's little brother just sitting right next to him learning and or, or what? I think he was HIW's little personal security. I think. I don't. I don't know. I was chirping now. I'm like, what? I'm like, let me rewind that? that. You know what? I know we can't show it to our fans. I mean, we got a little camera set in here. Hi, mom. Hi, dad. But anyways, um, <laughs> chirping out in here. But anyways, but yeah, I will have to send you guys the video link from YouTube. But yeah, a young Iron Man's before. Yeah, we're going to watch it at our podcast. I mean, it's already 8 o'clock. I should be in bed getting ready for work. But, hey, I don't care. I can make it. But, anywho, yeah, a young Iron Man, I mean, holy cow. So, hopefully, I'll, we'll show you that, guys, that video of young Iron Manzi. That's we'll nice. share it on our page. Yeah, we'll probably share it on our page, too. So, Manzi, when you do listen to this episode, we're doing it because we love you, brother. But anyways, wait, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna cry. I'm like, look at the little Manzi. Look at he's grown up so much from four, five, three, five years ago. <laughs> look at him now. He's a guy that yells and screams in your ear, like, okay, I get enough of that from my parents. Like, damn. And my girlfriend too. Alright, so we're gonna talk about day two, but before we do that, a uh, special announcement from Mario. So I'll let Mario take it away. Hey guys, um unfortunately my brother Mark couldn't be able to finish the rest of the podcast with us. He got called into work, so he passed me his notes from day two's HIW's tournament. So let's start off with Enterprise versus Wyatt Two Shadows. In a no disqualification match, Enterprise pulling up the win, also reclaiming his yellow good luck bandana. Once again, Enterprise, I hope he washed that for you. Um, second match, we got Miracle Mike James versus Yeti, a David versus Goliath. Extremely hard-hitting match once again. But Miracle Mike James came on top, slaying the Yeti. Then we have a very good, exciting match between father and son. Well, I call father and son. But anyways, it was Roman Alexander versus Gabriel Alexander. I mean... That match should have been two out of three falls. Just the performance between those two, once again, my gosh. But other than that, Roman Alexander picked up the win, advancing to the next round of the tournament. Then we got Daniel Loya versus Johnny Suave. Very, once again, good match. Unfortunately, this was Johnny Suave's last match. So, shout out to Johnny Suave. But congrats to Daniel Loya on advancing to the next round. Then we have Ricky Flash versus Spaz. Two original HIW members going at it. Ricky Flash picks up the win, advancing himself to the next round. Then from what we mentioned day one, we have, from the day one tournament, I'm sorry, we have Aaron Andrews versus Chaos for the HIW Deathmatch title. Aaron Andrew comes out with the win as our new HIW Deathmatch Champion. Then we got Tyrone versus the Vanilla. Then we got Tyrone and Vanilla Gorilla versus two cartoon characters from Futurama. 
So they picked up the win and still HIW Tag Team Champions. Then Twisted took on two big guys. I'm not going to cuss on our podcast unless reason-wise, but two big dudes. And he came out on top of that. Another good triple threat match. Then we got Roman Alexander versus Miracle Mike James. Miracle Mike James came out on top of that match, advancing to the finals. Then Daniel Loyal versus Ricky Flash. Daniel Loyal picking up the wind as well, heading to the finals. And here we go, folks. Daniel Loyal versus Miracle Mike James. Very emotional match. You could just feel the electricity, the excitement in the air. And my gosh. And we announced the new HIW heavyweight champion. Drum roll. Daniel Loya. Congrats, Daniel Loya, on being the new world heavyweight champion for HIW. Brother, can't wait to see what you bring to the table. Can't wait to see who you'll be facing from here on out. And when Chris Evans returns, it gets better. I can expect a lot from you too. I mean, it's going to be one of those matches where you can say, I was there. It was amazing. My gosh. And look at the guy right next to you and be like, you saw that, right? Yeah, I saw that. So, Daniel Loyal, once again, brother, congratulations. I hope you're celebrating well, hard. I'm not too hard. I mean, don't party too hard about it. But anyways, I hope you're doing good, brother. I'm proud of you. We're all proud of you from Desert Wrestling Podcast. So, once again, congratulations, Daniel Loyal. Awesome match. Everything was awesome. Michael, what's your input? So, my input on the whole tournament in general was great. There was a lot of surprises. Like we said, there was a lot of people falling in the first round that we didn't think were going to fall in the first round. Uh, Our our picks were kind of not there. I mean, we picked it in the beginning. We picked it who we wanted to go. But... Our picks didn't make it, so you know, our some, one of our picks got thrown out in the first round, which was Iron Manzi. So it, I think he was on all our lists, and he was that was a big surprise. And and uh, so then you know we had Roman in our, on our list, and he made it so far, and then he fell out. So I mean, there goes another one of our picks, and we never thought of Daniel Loya being in the you know the championship picture, but he was, and. And it was a great match, and it was a very, very emotional, you know, win for him. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of tears in the audience. There's a lot of tears at the the, the commentary uh, table. You know, Frank Powers, I'm gonna call you out. You you said you shed a tear, and uh, so, um, and then uh, the man on wheels was over there emotional. I'm, I'm you know, sucks. Couldn't, he couldn't get in the ring and share that share that with everybody, but everybody came in and condoled him after. But a big shout out to you. That's the, that's the best man on, on, on wheels right now. The best person on wheels, I, I think. So, But, yeah. So, big shout-outs to you guys. Big shout-outs to everybody at HIW. You know, Ricky Flash, he put on a great show. Jam-packed left and right. Edge of your seat. Uh, nail biters for, for everybody. For fans and for everybody here at Desert Racing Podcast. So, um, once again, it was a great, great weekend for you guys. You know, and then there's going to be more of uh, wrestling this weekend, right? So, uh, make sure you guys go check that out. You know, Rialto Theater, Rockstar Wrestling Alliance, you know, Profit's going to be there. There's going to be a lot of surprises, a lot of returns, so that's going to be great. So, I'll hand it over back tomorrow. 
Thank you, Michael. So, you guys, this was episode five. I mean, I just love doing these episodes with Michael and my brother Mark. I mean, we're going to continue doing more. I mean, as the show goes on, we're going to get better at this. I mean, everything isn't built in one day just like Rome. So, I kind of like that, you know, expression. Everything is not built in one day. So, bear with us. And anything else, keep liking our page. We need 100 likes right now. The reason why we need 100 likes, I want to see my good brother Michael get chopped in the chest by Roman Alexander. So, please, guys, please get us 100 likes. Tell your family, tell your friends, tell your coworkers, tell your dogs, tell your cats, tell Donald Trump. I don't know. Well, actually, that's kind of PC right now because everybody's sensitive out there these days. But please, tell anybody. Tell the postman. Tell the guy that works at Peter Piper's or the guy that delivers your pizza. Somebody, please. Somebody call my mama. Tell her that I'm still up doing this podcast. Somebody, please. Yeah, I mean, you guys need to like our page, you know, share our page, you know, because, like I said, we're doing this for you guys. We're doing this, you know, to to let you know there's wrestling in Arizona. There's wrestling in Tucson, actually. And, and big shout outs to all the you know organizations that are in Tucson, Rockstar Alliance, you know HIW, CLW, you know Revolt Wrestling in Yuma. Big shout outs to you guys. You guys are also having a show this weekend. I, I forgot to mention that you guys are having a show this weekend. Uh, so that's gonna be a jam packed show. We're gonna, I'm glad to see you know the highlights from that show. Um, so big shout outs to everybody at Revolt Wrestling. Um, you guys put on good shows that I see on, on YouTube and, 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 you know, if you guys haven't seen Revolt Wrestling, you guys need to go check them out there. You know, there's a lot of good wrestling there. Um, there's a lot of good talent out there, you know, hope, hopefully they can come and, you know, come to Tucson and get booked with Tucson. Um, but yeah, um, I hope you guys, uh, have a great, great night. Stay safe out there. Whatever you guys are doing, make sure you guys do it safe. If you guys are drinking a cold one, drink one for us. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's the middle of the week hump day wednesday <laughs> so um yeah this is gonna do it for us i'll let mario say his closing but you guys have a great night we always love you guys out there go like the page get it to 100 likes please i'm telling you even though i'm getting chopped by roman and i hear people are saying that roman hits hard so yeah uh, well i'm excited i'm just excited i just want to do it so you guys make sure you guys hit the page and get get that like up so yeah a lot of more stuff coming for for Desert Wrestling Podcast. So good night for me. Uh, I can hand that over tomorrow. All right, my Desert Our Desert Wrestling Podcast friends and family, we're gonna get ready to close the show. I hope everybody has a good rest of the week and a good weekend as well. Um, so like I we said earlier, catch us at Rockstar Wrestling Alliance show this Saturday, uh, Saturday night. You'll notice us if you hear a guy with a deep voice. Most likely that's me. Um, then you'll probably see Michael standing next to me as well. So come say hi, bye, get an autograph. We will have shirts and everything else coming out pretty soon. How soon? I can't tell you, but pretty soon. But um, other than that, I'm going to get ready to close the show with, with a wrestling quote from Mr. Kenny Omega. Goodbye and good night. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. 
Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.